Welcome to the People and Performance Podcast, offering tips and expert insights into the strategic capabilities, behaviors, and results needed to grow and sustain employee performance. Hello, this is Bill Bannum, co-host of the People and Performance Podcast. We're back. We're back for season five, everyone. Can you believe it? Season five. Gosh. And we have a whole bunch of amazing guests for you in this season. And in this episode, you're going to learn a little bit about who some of those folks are and what you can learn by tuning in over the next couple of months. And I'm joined today, of course, by my super fabulous, wonderful co-host, Christopher Buehling. Hey, Chris, how are you doing today? I am well, Bill. It is great to be back with you. And I'm excited to kick off another new season here shortly and just chat about, you know, where we've been this summer, because unlike most times we had a chance to get together covid finally the wall of covid finally dropped for us and we got a chance to get together and that was a blast yes we did yes we did um and you're even taller than i was expecting actually um (laughs) well maybe i'm shorter i don't know okay so let's begin by talking a little bit about our recent-ish meetup at sherm in beautiful new orleans uh you and i attended the annual conference and expo in june and we both reconnected with colleagues, met some new awesome folks in HR and on the vendor side, and we saw some inspiring sessions. Can you can you take a minute or two and share some of the, the conversations that you enjoyed at the conference? Maybe also share a few of the talks that you attended and your overall thoughts of the 2022 Sherm Annual Conference and Expo. Excellent. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, it was a, it, it was fun to be there with you and to like strategize and figure out where we're going to go to divide and conquer. So it was a blast to be there. And so I got to go to, uh, you know, a couple of different sessions that I really enjoyed. Um, one was uh, a speaker that uh, I'm hoping we can get him on. I'm not going to say his name until we can confirm that. But I enjoyed him a year ago, just as we we're coming out of pandemic when I was at the Vegas Sherm conference. And I targeted him for one of the days and he did not fail to deliver. Um, his room was overpacked. They had to shut the doors because of fire code. Uh, and he was not only informative, but very hilarious and just full of great ideas surrounding, you know, what's the best way to, to tackle performance management in, uh, in this future. And, and it was kind of interesting as he rolled through his pieces, you know, he talked about a lot of what we've talked about over the seasons and, you know, and, and you hit on, you know, Hey, it's, you know, it's towards visioning towards the future. It's, it's towards setting your goals and maintaining them. And, you know, you hit a lot of the things that we look at from the concept of more of a modern performance discussion versus the traditional, you know, everybody hates it once a year type thing. So, you know, his, his session was great, full of fun, full of humor, um, just an entertainer through and through. But, you know, we're not always there just to be entertained. We're also there to learn. And so I went to some of the other sessions and I got to see some snapshots of organizations that are using um, some tools and processes and activities that are focused on on preparing their people to be better, to be better at their position, better at their job and to do it more efficiently. You know, it's kind of micro learning at the point of need. And, and some of those are really good. And one of them was... Uh, a major car company that was there. And it was, it was kind of ironic because they were doing some things that I was doing back in the eighties um, when we had a certain technology an older technology, but now that we have new virtual heads up technology, um, uh, they were able to, 
to convert the concepts into that. And they were showing the cost savings and, and the benefit benefits that were there. And so it was fun to revisit something that I had done in the stone age, um, being now applied in, in current technology. So that was really good. So lots of different pieces there. And then on the, on the floor of the vendors, lots of, lots of great ideas, lots of fresh new faces that were out there, um, that we haven't seen before. Plus some of the, the old stalwarts that I know that you're, between HR chat and our people in performance podcast, we're going to be having them on here as we, as we roll forward and we're excited about those pieces, but some great things, you know, especially around D and I, um, interviewing just, uh, total system packages that were out there to, to help the HR community along and do things better. And hopefully in a, in a different fashion where they had been before and to make, you know, the processes smooth out and be unified and, and uh, focused on delivering to your internal clients. This edition is a special guest episode brought to you in partnership with our friends at the North American-based HR Chat podcast, a podcast focused on interviews with HR, talent, and tech experts. All right, Bill, now it's time to, to give us some focus and attention on the new season of People in Performance podcast. You and I just wrapped up a mammoth round of interviews with a long list of experts in and around leadership, HR, performance management, and talent. Can you offer some information around these upcoming episodes and give us a sneak peek at what we can expect from this season? Yeah, thanks, Chris. Okay, so this conversation counts as season five, episode one, as we'll be publishing two versions of this conversation, uh, one on the HR chat feed and one on the People and Performance channel. Um, So starting with episode two of season five, uh, episode two features Kelly Kaufman, who's the Chief Human Resource Capital Officer over at the Milwaukee Bucks. In episode two, Chris and I talk with Kelly about her experiences of building the HR function at a major sports brand. And Kelly shares her approach to inspiring high performance from those around her. And by the way, Kelly has over 20 years of HR experience and she joined the Buck Starp as uh, HR executive with the task of creating the organization's first human resources department from the ground up. So it's a, it's a pretty unique story. And everybody knows, of course, that um, uh, the, the journey culminated in the 2021 World Championship. And I'm sure Kelly was a huge part of that, Chris. Episode three features Jacqueline Kuhn from H Architect. And in episode three, you and I talk with Jacqueline, who's the co-owner and uh, executive VP of strategic services over at HR Architect and author of the new book, H Architect's Guide to HCM Technology, What You Should Know Before Your Next HCM Technology Purchase. Jacqueline is an HR professional with over 25 years of experience in strategic planning, systems management, project management, service delivery, and general HR. And throughout her career, she has worked with organizations in sectors, global and domestic, to create strategic plans around their HR capital management systems, as well as leading selection and implementation projects for talent management, talent acquisition, and HRIS systems. Before you embark on your next HCM tech purchase, we'd strongly recommend that you listen to this episode for inspiration from Jacqueline around defining an HR service delivery model, creating an HCM technology strategy, defining the system evaluation and selection process, undertaking system implementation, and what to expect post-implementation. 
And as part of that conversation, Jacqueline shares her three key levers for building a business case for any HCM tech project. Episode four features Tia Graham from Arrive at Happy. And in that episode, Chris and I ask why happier leaders tend to perform better and get more engagement from their colleagues. Tia is founder at Arrive at Happy and author of the new book, Be a Happy Leader. Uh, She's also an amazing human being. And throughout its pages, strategies and tactics are provided, which include the use of positive psychology, having a broad perspective, executing quickly, creating strong relationships, measuring what matters, and being the spark in the team. So we hope that you tune into that episode to learn about new ways to encourage leaders to be happier and therefore to get more from their team. In episode five, we hear from Jerry Price from Jumpstart HR. Chris had to sit that episode out. Um, so I chatted solo with Jerry, who's an entrepreneur. He's CEO over at Jumpstart HR. Uh, he's an AI ethics advisory board member at Arena Analytics. And he's a podcast host and executive producer over at the awesome While We Were Working podcast. Jerry talked with me about HR digital transformation strategies and how a digital transformation can accelerate business growth and encourage higher employee performance. In episode six, Chris and I chat with Jeff Summers from Genos North America. He's the managing director over there, and we talked about ways that emotional intelligence can impact work relationships and therefore employee performance. Listen as we ask such questions as, How can leaders with high levels of emotional intelligence better connect with employees? How can emotional intelligence be taught, if that's even possible? And what can an organization expect to realize if they make an investment in developing the emotional intelligence of their leaders and their employees? Now, in episode seven, we welcome Brad Federman from Performance Point LLC. He's also the author of Cultivating Culture, 101 Ways to Foster Engagement in 15 Minutes or Less, which was released in March 2022. In that episode, we discuss cultivating culture, why leading with meaning and with purpose creates positive and sustainable business outcomes. Uh, This included asking Brad, isn't it harder to cultivate a company culture today compared to pre-pandemic? because, for example, of remote working, higher expectations from employees, the great resignation, supply chain issues, and so on. In episode eight, Chris and I chat with Karen Mangia from Salesforce. She's the VP of Customer and Market Insights over there, and she's also a TEDx speaker and best-selling author, now publishing her latest book, Success From Anywhere, detailing the shifting landscape from working from home and what it means for the success of your business. Incredible figures have endorsed success from anywhere, actually, including Ariana Huffington, founder of the Huffington Post, and Tony Rodini, CEO of Salesforce. And we chatted with Karen about ways to build success into every organizational design. And that included trying to understand what Salesforce is uniquely good at when it comes to inspiring their people and encouraging higher levels of performance. We wrap up season five with an interview with Kathy Caprino. Kathy is an internationally recognized career and leadership coach, writer, speaker, and educator dedicated to the advancement of women in business. A former corporate VP, she is also a trained therapist, seasoned executive coach, senior Forbes contributor, top media source on careers, and the author of two books, Breakdown, Breakthrough, and her new book, The Most Powerful You, Seven Bravery Boosting Paths 
to career bliss. And Kathy joined us to discuss how leaders can inspire employees and what to do to avoid a toxic workplace. So, Chris, that's just a little taste for our listeners of what to expect from season five. Okay, Chris, so in season five of the People in Performance podcast, we introduced a new question. It's a second question that we now ask of all of our guests, and it is as follows. Can you share one piece of advice or some direction that you were given by a mentor, a leader or a colleague that's inspired you to perform at a higher level in your career? So, Chris, I'd like to I'd like to hear your answer to this question. Oh, Bill, you shouldn't turn the camera to me at the moment or the microphone in this case. Um, you know, as we joked earlier in the at the start of this session that, you know, I worked in the Stone Age. I've been doing this for a long time, and there have been pearls of wisdom that have come my way uh, from individuals, from mentors, from, you know, just casual observations that I've had the, the benefit of seeing as I've gone through my career. And it's just kind of created this, you know, this picture of different things that are out there as, as you know, in our pre-call, and I was just talking and kind of said, you know, I, I get these epiphany moments and it's like, oh, I should be doing that. I should be doing different things. Um, one of the, probably the best things that I, that I'll leave in this, in this answer right now over the time was that um, I need to schedule time for myself. It seems weird. You know, we're talking about productivity and performance and, and people in HR stuff, but the concept of being able to plan for your need for your, your, you know, that what we call work-life balance is an important thing for all of us to look at, to maintain. And by doing that, it refreshes, it, it opens up the opportunity for, you know, me personally, but to, when you see others do this, to come back renewed and focused on what they need to do. And I think oftentimes we, we are so heads down with pieces that we're working on and, you know, the performance that we're supposed to get through and, and be done with that. We forget that moment of just, okay, I need this break. So schedule it in. And so that was one of the the epiphanies that I learned over the years in this this listing. I mean, we can go through as as we continue through our series and and chat about other ones that were were focused on specific things around performance and HR HR concepts and tasks and stuff like that. But also, just coming back to this this own little pearl, which came to me by a by a, um, a salesperson actually, and it was just kind of really fun, and I. I I squawked at first about it and then I added it to my life and it was a, it was a life-changing moment for me. So I'll just leave that with you. I hate to be a, a bit of a drag, but you know, we're all looking at a potential recession, Chris. Um, although it's not, it's not certain by any means. And, and if it does happen, it's going to be a very unique kind of recession because from what I understand, um, the, the economy of uh, the U S Canada and elsewhere, it's, it's essentially pretty ha healthy. It's just, we're living through extraordinary times and we are seeing GDP uh, slow down or uh, look like it's going to be a couple of quarters and therefore a recession. How do you think that the labor market in the U S will fare over the next year? And will we see budgets cut for hiring, onboarding and career development? And before you answer, one would expect the answer to be, yeah, of course, there's a recession. But this is a unique type of recession. Right. And, and there are lots and lots of jobs that we all anticipate will remain in demand throughout the next 12 months. So you just answered part of that question. I love it. <laughs> yeah, there are going to be jobs that are going to stay in demand. Uh, but we are seeing some um, pullbacks already on 
um, in the labor market for job offerings and, and the like along those lines. It was interesting. We were just getting, you know, um, groundswell of activity here at Fidelo, just of people asking and focusing and, you know, moving forward. And then we kind of get this news that we're kind of going into a recession. We're also, you know, we're seeing some of the, some organizations pull back already on their external hiring. But one of the things that I've been seeing is that they've not really stopped on their career development. In fact, a lot of them are more focused on developing the individuals that are there. I think, you know, there were some lessons learned from the, from the great resignation period. Uh, like how do we make it better in our own world to stay here? So I think even, um, regardless of what's occurring outside, as long as they can still keep their focus moving forward and maybe at a slower pace, um, they're going to try to continue to develop the talent that they have. And that's what I'm hoping for and, and what I've seen so far along those lines. So while there may be some slowdowns in hiring in certain areas, um, other areas will maintain just because of the, there still needs to be replenishment. Nobody was at full staff before this, you know, potential um, recession starts. Um, nobody was at full staff. So there, you know, there's still going to be that hiring model that's out there just maybe pulled back a little along those lines. So we'll see. We'll see how, how it breaks here shortly. Okay. Definitive answers there for Mr. Buelling. Thank you very much. Um, okay. Uh, what else is happening at Fidelo at the moment? Chris, will you be attending any events over the next sort of three to 12 months that you want to you want to mention? Or can we expect any exciting news from you and your team over the next few months? Hey, yeah, we're having fun. We're, we're bringing on uh, new clients. We're expanding some of our existing client uh, activities for them uh, through a natural uh, process of, of growth with inside. Once one of our tools gets in place, they, they just tend to, you know, ask for the next thing. And so we continue to organically build within existing clients, but we're, we're bringing on more clients now. Uh, and it's, and it's fun. It's refreshing. It's fun to get back to where you're, you're bringing in more than, than you had been for the, during the pandemic period. So those are great moments for us along that lines. From a, the concept of attending events, we may be looking to go to the HR Tech Show in Vegas. Um, we'll probably be on the floor if we go to that just to watch and see what's going on around us, uh, see if there's any fun new technology, some stuff that we may even bring back to our, our podcast here and take it from there. We're also going to be um, presenting in November at the Human Resource Management Institute of Canada uh, over in Vancouver area. Uh, so we're excited to be part of that, that upcoming show. We'll be there for three days meeting with individuals. So if that organization has reached out to you, if you have to decide to go, please go. We'd love to meet you in person there. So that's it for the next few months. Awesome. I love Vancouver. It's an amazing place, as, as is Vancouver Island. My favorite place in the world is Tofino, um, but that's enough about me. Uh, Chris, just finally for today, how can our listeners learn more about and connect with you? Hey, thank you for that question. One that we always ask our, our guests as well. Um, so I am found at Chris Bjorling and, um, on LinkedIn. You can find us at fidelo.com. And you can learn more about us through those areas. Uh, we not only have the podcast, but we have newsletters that go out. So if you connect with me on LinkedIn and want a, a newsletter, just drop me a note. We'll send those out to you as well, too. 
Beautiful. Well, that just leads me to say for today for this special crossover episode, Chris, it's been lovely as always chatting with you and uh, and listeners. We're very excited about season five of the People of Performance podcast. As I mentioned a little while ago, we've got a long list of amazing guests. So uh, please, please do tune in and check those out. And uh, but for now, that just leads me to say, Chris, you're awesome. I always love chatting with you. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it. Everybody tune in. These are going to be some great sessions in this next series. So thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the People in Performance podcast. Follow us on social media and remember to subscribe.